What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Non-Refungible Podcast. I am Nate Digital. Today, we got Crypto Crier, Yaba Deluxe, and Producer Fud behind the glass. And today, we have somebody from Meta. He brought us the Finn's Beach Bar. He goes by Deep Blue Steve. What's up, man? How's it going? What's up, dude? Good, good. How are you guys? Yo, yo, Steve. I'm good. Yeah, man. Thanks for hopping in. Uh, We're super hyped to have you. We have a ton to talk about. I mean, we we got the fins, we got the meta stuff. Um, So yeah, man, thanks for for joining us. Yeah, yeah. Great to chat like anything related, crypto, tech, cool stuff like that. Get your blood going. Who knows? Who knows what we'll actually talk about tonight, but uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, we need all the alpha. We yes. Do. Well, Yaba, we'll get there, but Yaba's so thirsty for alpha. He's just. I need. I need to know where we're going in in, in, the, in the tech space, in the tech industry as a whole. Yaba has a leverage <laughs> trade just ready yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got, I got, I got investments out there. I need. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, Steve. So for for the people that don't know you, you know, if you could just give us like a quick background, and then also how long have you owned Animal JPEGs? We need to. Uh, okay, so TLDR, I lead the prototyping design prototyping team at uh, Facebook. Um, obviously, Ever heard of it in Meta. Oh, it's a job that. Yeah, it's a job that I kind of like dreamt up uh even a long time ago just because i've never really bucketed myself into being like a product designer or a software engineer i've always been like i've loved both of those parts of tech work yeah and so uh really like prototyping new ideas those kind of things are are you know really what i enjoy doing and so that's like what my role is uh at facebook um i also am pretty involved in crypto stuff uh i guess the first time i was involved was in probably 26 2017 uh, I had Crypto Kitties. Oh um, yeah, baby. Nice. Read a couple of <laughs> nice. them. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, and I, at that time, like, dude, all my friends were like into like all these shit coins and things like that. ICOs were big then, and like yes. I went into like I was in this chat. Actually, this is how I first got started in crypto. One of my friends that I worked with, I worked at Fanatics at the time. They're like a sports apparel nice. company. Yeah. One of my friends Fanatics. was like, "Yo, dude." Yeah. yeah, yeah, they. they I mean, they're still yeah, around. They're in the mall. They do, yeah. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fanatics. Well, like, I mean, they were a great like a store. Bulls game. Yeah, there's always the fanatics in the stadium. Yeah, we get all yeah. Well, nah, dude, they remember. they run they run everything like NBA shop, MLB shop, like all the sports websites. They run all of that plus the in venue stuff. They, nice. I mean, fanatics is like Murder gigantic net. in the sports world. Awesome. Um, but a guy I worked with there, uh, he was like, oh, you got to check this out, this cryptocurrency called Ethereum. It was like $90 a thing. So I was like, okay, well, I'll buy some. And then that turned into like, let me add you to this group. I was in a group chat. <laughs> and actually, uh, D-Gen was born. Joe Kwan was in the in the chat. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, You're guilty by association. Back, back in the day. <laughs> now we're guilty by talking to you. Because <laughs> this guy that I was working with went to college with him or whatever. They were like childhood friends and That's stuff. Crazy. So I was like... Wow, this is crazy. So I didn't, I mean, he, I knew nothing about any of these people back sure, then. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> Legally, <laughs> your lawyer made you say that. I, I, I literally knew nothing. <laughs> um, I was a total noob. I like bought some Ethereum. I felt like super nervous about it because I was like, what the hell? Where's this going? Yeah. Uh, felt like I was super late to Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I held on to it, but then like I tried to like do the thing where, you know, oh man, like the group's talking about like, you know, Neo 
we all got to invest oh, in that. I made like, a I tried fast to... ton of money off Neo. Ooh, I remember it. Neo. Yes. So I was probably your exit liquidity. So, uh, you know, I just <laughs> the like chi- tried the to Chinese follow... Ethereum. The Chinese right. Ethereum. Yes. Yeah, I tried to follow the the you know the, the yeah. trends of that, and it's like, dude, I was getting like wrecked every other step of the way. <laughs> so finally, I like found CryptoKitties. I was like, actually, this is kind of fun and like cool. And then I like brought that to the group, and they were like, this is so lame, dude. Yeah, and they're I was like, like, you oh, idiot. Shit. That's the exact same thing happened to me. I was <laughs> totally. like, bro, you can sell these cats for like forty bucks. They're like, what? Are you kidding me? This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I'm like, whatever. And then they went to like hundred bucks, and I was like, yeah, fuck you. Cats, yeah. man. <laughs> Great cats. Out, buddy. And then I didn't yeah, buy but what are they at like now? <laughs> oh, yeah, now they're, now they're dead. Yeah, very they, they got the a million laugh. of them, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it was like, it was a it really was fun, cool, though. like, yeah, it's a great concept, you know? Yeah, they killed yeah. it on that one. I remember um, But dude, I was like in a position where I was like, okay, now I'm, I'm like break even with like some wins, <laughs> some cats. losses. Like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. So I just like cashed out and I just like got out of it for a couple years. And then. Couple years later, I have a friend who's like a digital artist, and he's, you know, he's he was like making NFTs. He's like, "Have you heard of this?" And I was like, "No, not at all." And uh, that's when I like went checked my MetaMask, and I had like five hundred dollars. And you were in a group chat with Beanie. (laughs) That's just a different thing. I had fifteen. So yeah, yeah, no, I have I've never interacted with any. Yeah, after the show, Steve's gonna shill us some like pump group, like some coin, (laughs) Wolf Game, (laughs) Fin Coin. Yeah, well, hey, actually, yeah, we'll, get there. Uh, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, so that, that was basically how I got involved in crypto. I mean, it was like, you know, kind of kind of early in in the days, but like could didn't have the stomach for it, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and I think like just like the roller coaster of it, because I was too invested, like financially, like I needed that money for like over invested down what? payment for a house. I mean, yeah. like I, I was like, if, if I lose this money, like I might not be able to buy a, a house. <laughs> so yeah. like I was super probably, like probably good move. <laughs> yeah yeah but i got back into it when i was like now nah, i'm gonna like i'm gonna put enough in where it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna put my work into it more so than yeah. just my money and that's gonna be kind of my investment so all of the crypto that i have is just from like now being involved in the space and you know trading my way in and that's awesome i yeah I, I have a similar story i i think i bought the top and sold the bottom in 2018 and i didn't come back till uh till <laughs> nfts so yeah here we are but that's why I'm hanging around now because I'm like, you know, right. I don't want to make that same mistake again. Like I, I, I do believe digital money is like a thing. For and sure. so I'm like here for know, the ride, man. Around. I stuck around I mean, and it was a fucking bloodbath, but I made it. Yeah, but you're <laughs> still here not. prior and you're, yeah, you're doing but, all right. So Yeah, you're doing better than yeah. pretty much everybody I know. Every everybody else I know, and it's because you stuck around. And you know, I think that's a valuable there. lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. if you think it's inevitable, then you know just stick it through to the bear market. Yeah, um, let's talk about your time at Meta though. Like, how the fuck did you get your foot in the door at Meta? That seems um, like seems like a tough, tough, tough thing to do. No. Yeah, I, I mean, I connected with a person who was a design director at the time, and basically was like, "Do you have an opening or a need for somebody who can like do design work and engineering and coding?" Uh, and he was like sure. Like, you know, come kind of figure it out basically. Like, yes. I mean, he, he, he like took a chance on me and that was awesome. Um, and I think for like, you know, that, that would like gave me kind of the, the opening I needed. So I think like all it really took was like connecting with a, I mean, I, okay. I make it sound a lot simpler than it was. 
Uh, yeah, they gave it to me. I like it. totally fangirled <laughs> every Facebook designer from 2016 to 2018, probably. Uh, and was like, totally like, man, these guys are awesome. Like, I want to be a part of this. Use the same tools they use. Use the same stuff they use. Like, I really kind of embedded myself in like the design culture that Facebook had, you know, promoted publicly. And they make awesome tools like React and React Native and um, Origami is a prototyping tool that they make that I used. And so like, I just fell in love with the tools. I fell in love with like the the design language that they were speaking. And so like, that's how I really started to build my network around like wanting to be there and wanting to be part of that. And yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Is there any designs that you've done e either leading up to Facebook or at Meta that, that we've seen or know about that you've had a hand um, in? Yeah, I mean, so I, my team works on like a variety, like everything that's pretty much within Facebook app, uh, like we're, we're super collaborative and there's a lot of everybody there touches every other piece of the product. I mean, it's like a very, very collaborative environment. So, uh, yeah, like pretty much whatever's in the app today, like at some point along the way, uh, I've had a hand in kind of working on it. Super cool. Awesome. Is, uh, is meta like just full force AR and VR right now? And did the bear market deter that at all? Do you think you do speak uh, for Facebook? uh you know on yeah, this yeah okay uh so i actually i probably can't really answer that even accurately uh just because i think like my my role and what i'm doing is like so much of a uh i guess like we partner with a lot of like product design teams to really support their work so uh i don't i don't have a role where i'm like currently driving company strategy or anything like that gotcha. well you know, I, but how do you feel about the metaverse in general? Like, you know, there's a lot of flack out there now and there's a lot of questions from from pretty much everybody now that, you know, uh, at the at the beginning of this uh, or at the peak of this like hype phase that we were all in this euphoria, you know, the metaverse is all we saw and we were dead set on it happening and it being this thing that actually we didn't know what it was going to be. But, yeah, you know, yeah. like. I mean, how would you define it? And do you think that is that we were like on to something or were we completely off? You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> off your rock. You know, I, th there's a lot of interesting, like, I guess, like social dynamics that are happening. Uh, like, I'll give you an example. Like, you know, I'm out here, obviously, in New York right now. And I, I like met up with some doodle people last night. Like there were five or six of us that got together and just right. like, hung out and shot the shit at the bar and watched the Knicks game and stuff. Like before there was like NFTs or crypto or whatever, I don't know how I would have network made a network of like random strangers in New York and like hung out with them. Like, I think there would be ways and like people did do that before, but I think like Facebook, Facebook groups. Well, yeah. But I wouldn't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I've ever yeah. met people in a Facebook group and then like it's, yeah. it wasn't maybe intimate enough or yep, I, yep. I've just never like I would have never connected with them in real life. It was right. too intimate. Like for example, too intimate. Well, you, you saw I'm their in a human Facebook group around. Picture. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm in a face, Facebook group that's based on um, what do you call it? Uh, water gardening and like koi ponds and stuff, right? Yeah. I've I've never met anybody in person from that group, and mm -hmm. it's like a group that I like it's like a thing I love to do, and like you know I have a koi pond in my backyard that I built like you know, cause I worked at a garden center when I was younger and stuff. And so it's like a thing that I've always loved. And so like, I've never like gone out to connect with those people. And I think like an interesting part of that is like Facebook, you know, 
it feels like a really interesting like niche on online, right? It's like where your real person is or where like your true personality is like represented to like your family and friends and like the people you trust. But like that came about at a time before there was like trust built into the internet in like a native way that like yeah. that didn't exist. And for there was sure. nothing to say, like, how do you know that this person's real? And so for a while, Facebook was that single thing and still mostly is like, there's no other place that you really do that besides maybe LinkedIn for professional reasons. Yep. But like NFTs kind of give us that, like, I like there's a verification layer that just comes mm -hmm. natively with that. So that like, I know these people are who they say they are in the respect of like, you know, they own this token that represents their identity, yeah, their identity. and that like connects them to who they are. And so that gave me the confidence or gives people the confidence, I think, to do things like when you go to like an in, in real life doodles event, that yeah. shit's awesome because everybody's yeah. just yeah, like, super, yeah. They're they're super friendly and super like. Oh, you're the shark guy! Hell yeah, you know? dude! Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's wild actually because yeah. like you go there yeah, and like no one knows well, they, you by your face. Yeah, yeah, they see your face. They know you by your doodle. Yeah. Well, once yeah. you say your doodle, yeah, they're like, oh yeah. shit. Are, are you are you and then you're like, yeah. oh, dude, what? that's you? Holy shit! Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We talk like six hours a that's, day. That's why I wear the sticker with my ape and my handle on my chest at the events. It it works out pretty well. You you have to. Yeah. And then I when mean, I just walk up to people like drunk, I'm like, identity. I just point to my shirt. I'm like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> then they squint. And they're like, oh, what's up, dude? So in that way, like the metaverse is like very much a thing, right? It's yeah. like there's this layer that's now part of the internet that is like we can connect with and trust each other because we have these tokens and we know what that means or we know that that gives us kind of membership in this, you know, in this space or in this community, you got the so that's like a super the cool mind part meld part down. We just need to get the the 3D connection part down. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting yeah. concept. It yeah. is, and I mean, but I'll counter that, and I'll just say psychology that you know um, we're all in this together. We've experienced this like unique Wagon thing girl. of. I, yeah, I need that uh, of, uh, of non-fungible <laughs> tokens. We were the first here. We're all relatively share the similar passions or interest in technology and being for leaders on the forefront of a, uh, of adoption. Uh, and I feel like it was the same way because I'm old enough to remember when Facebook was only for people that had .edu addresses. Right. And yeah, it only yeah, went same. out to that. Yeah. And, and you and you got it at Facebook and you had Threat. that level of exclusivity, you know, and yeah. I'm wondering if if it's if it's just that um, versus like when you open it up to it's a more broader appeal or more broadly adopted. Will it lose its luster? You know, will it become more so like to emulate a, a Facebook type of environment because you have so many people uh, with so many different interests versus us right now, we're all interested in crypto. We want to see it succeed. And we are all about like meeting up and connecting. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just an open, open-ended question, but I mean, I think, I think it is unique and I think there is something there. Yeah. And the other thing I think I see people do a lot, right. Is like, I, I see a lot of people that offer like their services. Like, so for example, there's a ton of people who make like derivative art for or, sure you know, like customizations or like they're, they're small enough things that like they wouldn't set up like a whole Shopify storefront for that. But work. they're good for, and they wouldn't want to like set up payment processing and shit and like yeah. transact with strangers and do work for them. But like, because of crypto, right. They can do things that are like, they cost 0.02 ETH mm -hmm. and they'll do you a favor. And then like 
they trust that that payment is good without the intermediary of like a payment processor and it's global. Yep. And like, that's another part that's like really fascinating to me about like crypto <clears throat> and digital money and metaverse stuff is, is like, there's this whole economy that like can exist because there's like native internet money. Yeah, for sure. And there, it just gets rid of all of that friction in between that, you know, like they're look, look at like alchemy. Yeah. He's like making all these gold jewelry and necklaces. They're not that expensive. It's like 150 bucks or something like that. But uh, he's just like, yeah, I'll put your doodle on it and you just send me ETH. And it's like, I've already made it. I, give me your address. I'll send it to you. It's like, okay, great. Like, now, yeah, see, no, you, you you have to trust that, though, Cryer, because you have to trust that he's going to send Yeah, but he's, he's done like 200 of them item. or 300 of them now. Like, you already know. Uh, I mean, I would say the first guy, maybe. He's got um, a good but, seller um, rating on the blockchain. Yeah, that's right. He's <laughs> trustworthy. He, you know, his profile yeah. picture builds trust because he's been using the same one. He's trying to build stuff. You know, I think that's. That's the whole the whole concept here that we're trying to get across is you know just you can you can literally it is like an eBay rating like you can be like oh that fuck that guy I know that profile picture he I saw him hacking people or you know I saw him correlated with something or he was in Bitcoin's, actually okay so uh, this is like group chat I'll I'll just drop this as an idea but because I think this is actually like a a brilliant thing is like the equivalent of like Fiverr but like blockchain native yeah right for sure. because you can off who the person is with their address their wallet. Yeah. You can't, you have a record of transactions that they've successfully done and the work that they've done delivered before. And then like payment is already taken care of because it's crypto. So you, that's all you just basically need to do is like, actually, let me, let me <laughs> add a layer to money that. In here. Let's do this. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to scrap this from the pod for sure. Give uh, <laughs> <laughs> my freebies. Let, let me add another layer. So uh, you're talking about that seller rating. What if we made that a soul bound token? And it's stuck in your wallet, and it was stuck. You know, <laughs> yeah, he screwed me this one time. <laughs> like, yeah, you got a forty, dude. I'm sorry. That's you got a soulbound token with do. one star, bro. Come on. <laughs> then you start doing you. ZK rollups. That's yeah, the new. Uh, <laughs> that's the new rating. And then when you gone. rate somebody, you just drop <laughs> them a one star uh, soulbound token. Yeah. I'm definitely doing that. <laughs> yeah, I think we got something. I like that. I mean, that. putting reviews on chain is cool. Also, like, there's like. So, so many ways that you can escrow things, you know, 100%. on chain, like NFT yeah. trader obviously yep. does stuff like that. So yep. like, you know, making sure that deliverables there, like, I mean, there's just like, you could do stuff with that where you would not need an intermediary like Fiverr to mediate yeah. that. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think yeah. escrow is a, is a, is a, is a, is a key for me. Like, I think that's the, that's the thing that probably makes the most sense because that way you can avoid those bad reviews by, you know, working things out in between that, you know? I mean, that's, how, the that's how the entirety of crypto and digital purchases started, right? They, you put Bitcoin in an escrow account and you bought drugs on the internet. That's literally how like <laughs> literally how it went, right? No. <laughs> or pizzas. Or pizzas, I guess. <laughs> Why'd you say no like that? <laughs> Sounds like you're lying when you say no like that. Uh, Actually, I learned that Facebook, this is interesting. I learned that Facebook's, uh, I guess, like API, like our friend graph or whatever, was actually used by one of the very first people that made a way to send Bitcoin to their friends. So oh, yeah. uh, I learned this because I, I uh, was roommates with Richard in uh, South by Southwest. And nice. he had told me that like one of the ways he got his start in crypto was basically he built an app called Bitcoin with friends. And the way that it worked was, you know, you looked at your friend list and yeah. then like you knew who to send people, you know, who, who to, to send Bitcoin to yeah. and you could lend that thing. And so like it worked off of Facebook's like, Hey, connect and like let me see my friend list and that kind of stuff. And so like friends you might know. Facebook, Facebook was early yeah. to, to crypto and that was <laughs> thanks 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 in some parts of like Richard, who was like a super innovator and was like using that as a tool because it actually it was a trust layer. 
that said like already, these are my friends and i know that, who these people yeah. are and i can give them bitcoin smart move that's awesome it, but it was also just like a really fancy uh con- contact list right like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that's book. basically all it was yeah. yeah i mean that's all you need though it's awesome but it's a, he's it's such a millionaire a yeah, no, that's <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> uh steve something you mentioned the uh you're in a koi pond group dude that would make a killer nft to, <laughs> yeah, to i was koi already thinking pond about nft <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> that would, yeah no well, yeah the Win next drop K, sir. the next dude. shark fins drop is gonna be koi's koi pond <laughs> wait you're joking right like you know i did this <laughs> oh shit no i didn't <laughs> we'll, we'll scrap that we did zero <laughs> research <laughs> Well, okay. actually, <laughs> shut up. Wait, for well, real? Well, I can't tell if you're fucking with me right now or if no, you know it, that. No, it's in my defense, we weren't we weren't warned okay. before it. We weren't we weren't informed. Well, we not only uninformed. that, we were left out of the whole thing because yeah. you know, we could just get right to fins because uh you could just let us know what fins is, but also why my ape isn't in a shark right now and why I did not get the memo. <laughs> yeah, so why me my ape in, in the shark. Yeah. Yeah, we're not yeah. in the club. I'm sharkless right now. <laughs> And it, and it hurts, okay, Yabba. So and it hurts. Twitter NFT Twitter got really boring like a month and a half ago because like I don't know like <laughs> yeah everything died left. yeah it's all yeah. shit posts we've been on a decline for many, a while how many shit posts and memes can you look at <laughs> so the same shit posts recycled yeah hey I Dude, keep it fresh. the thing that I hate the most is like there's these like I see so many posts on my time that it's like what's your favorite fucking ice cream or like <laughs> yeah. those are like the most and they're getting like so much engagement i'm like yeah. who the hell why and they're like GM. not even ironic they're yeah, like GM. legit what is your favorite <laughs> ice cream yeah yeah GM. but don't come after my gms bro i'm coming after gms i am coming after gms you don't want because this it was smoke, just Yaba. like it was just like wag me and wag me's gone let's 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 get rid of gms because they should not be getting that much engagement yeah but i want to see a gm out of you tomorrow just it's one. uh it's, it's i don't mind the gm actually i like the gms yeah, I wrote. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm humbug right now. I'm Scrooge <laughs> when it comes to GMs. Yeah, I wrote newsletters for like two years with the highest engagement of like ten likes, and I post a like a, a fucking selfie. You laying on, on the, the beach. beach? Yeah, it gets like two hundred. I'm like, fuck this place. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about that today, dude. You, you, we put out a podcast. We chop off some clips. You get you know some decent engagement, but yeah, you you put a shit post, a GM shit post, hundred likes, two hundred likes. Post my it's breakfast. Like, they're like, holy shit, it looks good. I'm like, God. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, your your newsletter that you worked hours on is like four yeah. likes, and one of them's me. The other one's Yabba. My mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. It's like God. All right, but yeah, back back to the koi pond, Steve, and and these shark fins that we missed out on. Okay, so I like <laughs> added all these people that are like, there's like cool. a lot of doodles who are pretty active on on Twitter, even in this like bear. So I added a bunch of them to like a group chat, and then like pretty quickly people that I had added were like, Oh fuck another group chat. Like, you know, why would I basically be here? And I was like, Oh, this, this actually needs to have like a, like a reason, like the, the group needs to have like a purpose and like, it's like working towards something or becoming something or whatever. So then I basically like kind of, I guess it was like a giant improv game. Cause I'm like, imagine now you're in a bar at the edge of the metaverse and like, that's where we're hanging. And so it just became kind of like a social chat for like a bunch of people who were there screwing around and like, at some point I was like, I think we're going to do like some drops. We're going to do something interesting with this and like, you know, stick around. And so then I kind of like was writing a smart contract for it and like, just, you know, came up with an idea about like some airdrops. Cause I thought that'd be a cool thing to do. But in the meantime, I had a lot of extra people who also wanted to join. And so that led to creating a line because I was like, well, as people jump out of the main chat, I'll just move them from the line into the main chat and see how many yeah. I can get. Well, nobody left the main chat. 
So then, <laughs> so the line got full. So then I had two full chats, and those two chats are like, my phone when I turn turn on notifications, it's a fucking is buzzing. Like, bah, bah, bah. Yeah. I mean, it's like nonstop all day, every day, just stuff because it's global and it's just people yeah. in there are having fun. So that's how it started. <laughs> yeah. It's like I just was like, we need some shit to do. I love it. By the way, there's a, a lot of eclectic group of people. It's all over the place. A lot of fun. But yeah, I, I love the drop system, the, the, all the collabs that we've been seeing. It's, it's super interesting to see. And it kind of shows you how it doesn't have to be about money either. You know what I mean? Like, it's just something that all of us can are just, it's another shared experience that we have all together. It's like a performance piece or something like that for you. Like, I, I love it. <clears throat> yeah, I yeah. really, really enjoy being a part of Fins. I mean, it's it's a really unique. The yeah, way looks that you're fun, like, fun. <laughs> <laughs> SpongeBob meme, me up in the up in the castle. It's just, just it's watching. really cool how like everything is so like up in the air still, and it's like, all right, you're gonna need to collect these ten tokens over ten weeks, and there's all these different ways to earn them. And like me and Cryer are our partners, right? So we're like trying to make sure that we both get all of them. And so far, we've been successful, yeah. and we right. both. I don't know about you, Cryer but I definitely submitted this week for the Halloween costume. Oh, I did not. And you oh, need to. I'll make sure to send you the link. But all that being said, I need to make sure to get every drop. So after this Halloween one, what's the mechanic for the next one? <laughs> alpha. Alpha. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll, I will say this for the next one after Halloween. Uh, I hope people have not sold a Finn's token. Of course. Not. I mean, Ooh. I haven't. Trading them, fine. Swapping them, giving them away, fine. But like, maybe you took some profits off the table. Now that's like How totally fair. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> that's totally fair. Uh, I I think like that's within the, the rules if you want to call it like you know the rules of the the game. Yeah. But um, I would say that will have an impact on the following week. So if you at some so point you diamond you hand and you're good, token, I like it. <laughs> Might not be good for you, and I know where they're gonna go. I know where those tokens are gonna. I have a use for the ones that um, that people will not be getting. Nice. Ooh. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wish I had a token. <laughs> wish I had some fin tokens. Must be nice, guys. <laughs> must must be nice, line, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the other line. Yeah. I, I, where's the line partner, Nate? You want to start a line <laughs> and be I'll, my I'll line take partner? Anything at this point, Yava. <laughs> There, there was a guy in. There's a uh, Shane who he's an ape. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, he, yeah, Sugar Shane. He's got. Um, he was gonna start a group, additional like yeah, a, a, an support additional group, group. Uh, support group for the the folks who didn't get into fins. Uh, but I think like just lack of kind of interest at this point or whatever because there's no like the drops aren't going to them or, or whatever. What was this exclusive yeah. to Doodles only? No, actually, so the main group that I have, the inside Fins group, me. I think everybody in Should there is like yes. a Doodles person. <laughs> I think everybody in the main group has Doodles or <laughs> is like a major connection to Doodles. Like, I don't think Mr. G has a Doodle. Uh, yeah, but you got a Doodle, right? I, I still have a Doodle, yes. Yeah, I got one too. Okay, continue. <laughs> okay, I don't know how uh, I missed this memo. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know. Okay, so the line is like a bunch of people who... I've also just like engaged a ton with who I was in like a diamond head moonbirds group with those guys like back in uh, like when moonbirds minted um, it's people that early on, like when I came back into crypto, I actually did build a koi themed NFT project called Bitcoin. They have hilarious names. Uh, the it. project was way too complicated to explain. I think <laughs> like the mechanics of it were like very complicated. You had me at Bitcoin. You know, what's freaking <laughs> awesome is 
Amen. You make one, and like I <laughs> dynamically generated like a render uh, on a server. So I basically like took all the traits that you just minted and then turned that into like a live render of like, now it's the thing and then it spit it out. So I didn't like pre-render any assets. I didn't like oh, pre-make nice. any things. I just like your minting activity created now this like brand new asset. It like put in the order for you to create it. Yeah, yeah, it was, and it was all automated and stuff. I mean, it, we ran on a server and like spit that thing out and updated OpenSea, and it's like pretty cool. So, um, anyway, that project like it it struggled just because it's like it's hard to run a project, it's hard to get momentum, it's hard to get traction, like sure. all, all the things, right? Um, but I had a, a couple, a handful of people who were like really good supporters, like back in the day. And like one of the things I think that I was like constantly telling myself is like someday if I do like some other project that's fun, like I definitely want to like be involved with these people and like do right by them. So there's like a handful of folks that were like early supporters of my like earliest, earliest work. And I love having them with me uh, in that group as well. So that's like how some of them got in there. Yeah, uh, I do have to give you credit the way you went about at least selecting people. You know, you definitely created that FOMO, um, you know, that exclusivity we mentioned earlier. Uh, it definitely worked on me and Yabo. As soon as I saw the well, bar fill up, I was like, shit, no, this is like a youth no. type situation. <laughs> like, I'm going to no, fucking Cryer. miss youth solo. I'm like, god damn it. No, it started when you just saw these fuckers popping on your timeline that with if you know, you know. And it's like, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. <laughs> I just tweeted that because I was being silly or whatever. But I mean, at the same time, I, it like totally took on a life of its own because people started putting themselves in shark costumes and making yep. like freaking shark signs. And like, it just like the people that were in the group really like took it to the next level. Yeah. And that was not me. That was just all them like thinking like, Oh my God, this will be so much fun and like rolling with it. So it be, that's what I mean. Like, it's kind of like an improv game. Cause it was like a big yes. And activity where it was like, <laughs> okay, so we're in the bar and they're like, okay, let's throw on let's, some shark costumes and yeah. shit. Like it was, that's the best part. Yeah. Like vet stands got like a weed, like booth. He's already like drawn like a weed <laughs> booth. I'm like, Oh my God, this guy's awesome. <laughs> was, uh, was that strategic that, that, that way you dropped that? Um, or was it more that you did want those people you liked hanging out with? I mean, cause it definitely built a FOMO. I mean, it worked for sure. That was like not strategic at, at all. Honestly, that was a, just like people that I thought would be cool to have in a group chat. And then I realized we needed like a purpose. And so that's like what got it going. So, you know, at the end of the day, my goal is to like learn. I think I've, I've gotten like a lot of interesting observations about like just how how a group of that size can thrive and yeah. what are some of the struggles that we have as a group of that size. I mean, like Twitter as a chat mechanism for this is like atrocious hell. Yeah. But <laughs> but also like, you know, there's like a part of me where I really like when the hype started to kick in and I, I could tell that like people were having FOMO. I was like, man, I could accelerate this timeline and start like doing a drop like every other day and get this thing over with in like a week and a half. But then I was like, meh. The beauty of this is actually like letting it play out and like letting people make friendships between like the line and the inside or make people like letting people kind of get to know each other in this chat and like having it kind of be episodic and like making it so that like every Friday you got something to look forward to and every reveal on Saturday you got something to kind of look forward to. It's like a TV show that you like and like it comes out with a new episode and you're looking forward to that as part of your week. And so like I feel like there's something to that and like an NFT collection hasn't really made something that's like truly episodic like a season of a tv I show definitely agree. well i mean maybe there have been but yeah sorry go ahead yaba you threw me Rumble off just coming out check that one out they're doing like a claymation oh uh, sorry all i was gonna say is is you were it's like you're curating your uh community almost yeah but cool. uh, but okay i don't mean it like in terms of like the 
content itself is the episode. It's much more like the experience is like happening because like, yeah. you know, when the drop happens, there's like a feeling of who got this drop, who didn't. I got a trade. Who do I need to find a trade yeah, with? Exactly. Right? Like it's kind of an experiential thing that happens once a week versus like, here's the content for you to consume. Yeah, that really hit home with me when you said it, it's something that you can look forward to once a week. I mean, it's just like, you know, your favorite show on Tuesday at 9 p.m. And now everything's on Netflix. So that's not, you know, applicable. Yeah. But it's, it's the, you know, it's like when you were growing up, it was like you always knew that time of day, like your family's going to gather around and you're going to watch that show. And like, I know, like, so I'm I'm married to Annabelle and she's in Vince too. So like every Friday she'll be like, did you get the drop? Did you get the drop? And like, it's like a conversation in our household. So thank you for g- giving us that experience. <laughs> I got to split that up for you guys. Yeah, I got to call it a little line. drama. So, 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 it, so, so there's a drop every Friday. Yeah. Yeah. We do an airdrop every Friday. Wow. I mean, yeah. do you, I mean, are, are you, do you think you'll ever run out of things to drop or content to drop or our <laughs> excitement? I mean, well, you gotta be sometimes pulling a rabbit okay. out your hat some weeks. Uh, are you just a creative, like, like never before full of ideas? I don't, I don't, I don't, I actually don't think it, it's not that hard. Well, okay. So my initial idea was going to be to, uh, basically create the bar itself, but in sections. So I was going to have like the lobby and the bar and the bathroom, like each was going to be kind of uh, like a 3D okay. space. Yeah. But dude, it is so hard to work <laughs> with a 3D artist because like I give them like a mock or a vision or whatever. And like they take it in like. 20 different directions okay <laughs> and like one of them for example it was like the worst like copy pasta job dude i swear to god it was supposed to just be like an alleyway with like a little garbage bin and some other random doodly shit in there the guy like it looked like shit he like <laughs> took like a waste management like a picture of a waste management <laughs> bin and yeah. like photoshopped it in the thing i'm like this isn't what a... anyway um i think he shared like, a screenshot like, of that it was terrible yeah He's like, I got you, man. I'm going to make more. I'm going to add the whole street. It's going to have street. Then he zooms out. There's five buildings now in the scene. I'm like, no, I just want that. What's important here is the details that (laughs) tie into doodles, not some random ass scene of like a building. So that was so hard to do. And I was like, okay, actually, if I just zero in on like one object or one concept in a week, like that's a very manageable amount of thing. Cause I don't have like a shit ton of time to like do this all day. Every right. Day, yeah. Right? So it's like, you know, I, I can like really zero in on like, this is the concept for the week. It has usually like a tie in to like uh, a guest artist or like some other creator who's like stopped by. So it's kind of on the fly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, there is a finite end to it. I mean, I wrote the contract in a way that basically is like you burn tokens zero through nine or the first 10 tokens for the 10th for token 10 or the 11th token. Um, and that's like the end of it. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, there, there is a, there is an endpoint, which that, that was my thing. I didn't know like if this was going to go on forever or, you know, if, if you had a like defined end, but that's, that's cool. Um, so every, every good show, dude, has like, to come to an end. It it ends. It does. Before it like jumps the shark, you but, know. But I mean, we're DJ projects. We're, we're DJs and we want projects. more. We just want more and more and more and more. Yeah. Okay. Our, I'm not saying there can't be more, but I think like the this art is season of it, right one. is like yeah. if, if you think of good TV shows, You're good right. book series, good things like that, they have neat stories that they tell that have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yep. And then that builds on to the overall lore. So I would say, like, think of this as, like, season one yep. or episode one or, like, yep. whatever the pilot would be to kind of figure out, like, 
what are the mechanics of this and how does this kind of work? I, I, I'm really a big fan of that. And I, I really like how you drew that analogy to a TV show, a good TV show, man. I, I think that puts a lot of things. And it's completely fight. different. Yeah. Too. Like we, we haven't seen anything really like this before. And again, mm-hmm. it's not like it's for money or whatever. It's for the community enjoyment. You're building a. Yeah. What, what's floor price, Cryer? I mean, at one time they were like at 0.6, like the first couple drops. I wow. Saw people, so yeah, they, they did really yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, so we've done like six ETH in volume. So. <laughs> Crushing it. Tearing it up. That, that is more up. than a lot of projects out there, though. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's no. more than a lot of projects that have launched recently. But you so. know, I like that. Royalties I like the at fact. 100. I like the fact it's not, dri- <laughs> it's, it's not driven by those numbers and it's, and it's yeah, organic sure. and people are in, actually enjoying it versus, you know, obsessing about the floor price. You know, it, it's not healthy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, believe yeah. me i know from experience yeah, that's why i'm laughing <laughs> i live it every day but yeah you know i i just think it's ultimately cool I, I will say though you mentioned that you've had observations for from a lot of projects and being in groups and whatnot i feel like you should write a book and help out all these other project owners that are struggling right now to to drive engagement and and, and bring it back to a more community focused event now, I know it's hard for a lot of projects because they started out with that, you know, um, uh, economic incentive, right, for most people. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like there's a way to tie it in, you know, and maybe try and bring some of that back and, you know, maybe through the fun and maybe they can learn from some of your your uh, your your trials and tribulations that you've had or successes, actually, that you've had so far, man. Yeah, I want to share some of it in like, I don't know. Uh, a thread, a uh, medium post. I haven't thought of like what that would be just like to share some learnings. But I do think that like the interesting part is like, I, I, d- I have not done 90% of the work of fins. Like, I mean, honestly, I do stuff like, you know, I help pick the theme and set up the drop for the week, but Made otherwise like, I've just guys. like, <laughs> I, I mean, I've sketched out the, like I set up the boundaries, right? Like I built yeah. the sandbox and everybody else is like filling in and doing stuff there. And like, they're, they're the ones that are really making it what it is. I mean, it's like, I have very little part of the actual, like driving the memes that come out of there or driving any of that sort of like organic movement or anything like that. Um, yeah. But, but I mean, delegation That's is, awesome. is a, is a real skill as well, you know, to be able to delegate and to have that vision to be able to delegate I think that's uh, uh, another piece that a lot of project owners or founders are missing right now. Um, so, yeah, don't 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 say you haven't done well, much because I feel like that's a lot. That's a heavy that's a heavy load to lift sometimes. Well, thanks, man. But yeah, I mean, I, I just honestly like step back, stepped back, yeah. and that's like the the thing that then creates the space for like this cool thing to happen. And to an extent, right? Like Doodles as a brand has done this too like them not driving every little thing that happens uh, has created the space for like this to flourish, right? Is like, oh, we're going to need like some lore. We're going to need some stories. Like we're going to need some people to like get connected up. And like, where's that going to come from? Like, you know, when they kind of like take a nice long absence on Twitter, like that kind of leaves us with the space to fill that in and do the community stuff. And I think like Poopy has said that like specifically, like, you know, one of the things he loved about working on CryptoKitties is people loved it and they built their own tools for it and they had their own culture around it. And like, that's, that's when the good stuff happens is when people like, you know, when it's from the community and it's from, it's organic. I remember him saying at the South by Southwest event, he was like, you know, we were building these space doodles 
people can build out their own games. It's kind of like do whatever you want. And now you see like Chase the Rainbow using the skins and using all the, you know, everyone's drops. I think that's such a cool idea. It's open source. It's, it's, it's a, a lot. It tags all of these decentralization things that we're all kind of aspiring to, to join. Right. Like, a, and I think that's, that's a huge part of doodles. And I think that's very <clears throat> underutilized. We underutilize the bank like so horribly. I think it's such a, I think that's super sad. And uh, I think that's hopefully we get some more, more traction in the future. I have thoughts on that, but I'll keep them to myself. And you know, no, it's, it's not even that I, I, oh, yeah. I, I am talking about like, you, I, I agree with stepping back and letting people create and giving them the tools to create. But, um, yeah, that's, that's when you haven't made that big investment and have, and set those expectations for, uh, a, a person that you've invested in our team that you've invested in to lead the charge on specific things. Like, yeah, I think it's good in, in combination with a set direction and, um, uh, uh, setting expectations to, you know, that, that you can depend on a team to drive it, drive you towards. Now I'm not saying that doodles is not doing that. They're not vocal about it, you know? And that's a thing that, you know, I kind of disagree with. But that that's just my personal opinion. I thought you were keeping your thoughts to yourself. Yeah, I know, but you know, I, 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 you know, I had I had a I had a, I had a like platform. A sad trombone yeah. sound, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Nate hit him with a sad trombone. <laughs> yeah, I am okay. So I take the opposite approach. I think that yeah. we all came together and put this money in the pot by seed funding them by buying these doodles, and nobody knew where it would go, right? So now let's spend all the damn money. Like not all of it, but like we should we should <laughs> deploy a hundred yeah. ETH a month for the next year. Twelve hundred ETH. There's like twenty four hundred ETH in there, and we're literally squabbling over a twenty five ETH proposal for something that is, to Cryer's point, expanding the ecosystem with the game Chase the Rainbow. Like that, that just blew my mind that people were really like, "I don't think we should support this." I'm like, "Are you fucking joking?" Yeah, that's like, like what, what three weeks of royalties. Like, just definitely <laughs> supply that. Well, I mean, that's the problem you have with a democracy, though, right? I mean, you're it's very tough to have a democratic society. I mean, it, there's there's no way on there's no country that's perfected it, no governance that's really perfected it. You have to have that driving force, man. And I mean, yeah, you. So you're going to run into those disagreements to where things just won't ever get done. You, I feel like you need that leading force. There needs to be a council uh, on the on the doodle bank maybe that pushes things through like this you know that has that vision and says all right this is gonna add value to this collection we need to do it and that's that but i mean we have to we have to um rely on people to vote for one which you know obviously that's a very tough thing to do in this society in in, in any society because you have voter apathy especially when the market's down and then you have to rely on people to actually um you know go out and execute i i don't know man uh, and agree so uh maybe the doodle bank structure agree. they can that's the whole point it's they well vote, you need a majority yes, no. you need a majority to agree well it doesn't pass i'd rather have people voting than not voting at all you know yeah but i mean how are you going to get people to vote how are you motivating people to vote like i haven't voted once that's your problem 
Yeah, I was but, just about to say that's but, your no, 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 it takes it takes it. no, no, no. I literally it's tell not, you every it, time it, when it, it happens. It, it, I'm like, not, get off your ass, go vote. I haven't voted either. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you got it. Thank you, the, Nate. The ledger. Thank you, Nate. If it was thank on a hot you. wallet, it'd be thank a little you. different. No, this it, is why it, you guys are not in Finns. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, I like to call it a very passive investor strategy, but but it's not my it's not my problem. My that just that ends up affecting the collection, obviously. Right. Um, it becomes everybody's problem. And I'm sorry, but that <laughs> to, to the people that I did not vote, I should have voted. <laughs> but, you know, I, it's just one of those things, man. I, I, Yaba still wants to I don't be have heard, answers. Even though <laughs> yeah. he didn't vote. Wants to be heard, but will not vote. That's perfect. All right. <laughs> they need to make the voting easier. Like I need to yes. not have to yeah. pull up my ledger every yeah. time I, you know, I want to vote. Yeah. I need it's to, so damn easy. It's so fucking easy. It literally is maybe maybe thirty seconds. If you're tethered to your ledger, it's just it, I, I know it's more of a yeah. mental hurdle. Yeah, Probably, you, know, you gotta like, open touching, your computer. Touching my ledger scares the shit. Yeah, yeah, that. I don't. Yeah. I, I and not not only that, you gotta read through all the damn proposals, man. Like I mean, people throwing crap stuff up there i've read a couple of those things man i mean yeah, like, i'm throwing votes on nothing he's yeah i got a, I, you know, I'm, I'm, if i he I'm, doesn't I'm, research I'm, nfts but I, the doodle bank yo i have yeah, yeah i'll research that but i digress i digress i'll drop it but i'm just saying <laughs> like go. that that is something that we should think about we, we need to reorganize how that governance structure works or maybe consider it i would i would like uh like a delegation like you, Yaba could delegate to me. Yeah. Or something like I would. That. I would definitely yeah. delegate to you, Crier. Yeah, I would fun, delegate to you. You too. know, like, yeah, we, I think you can. I think you can. Well, I would can hear you? your speeches Already? first, and then I decide who to. Yeah, delegate. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you can do it. Yeah, I would vote for my candidate, my representative. <laughs> you won't vote for that either. Are you yeah. right or left, Crier? <laughs> yeah, who, who, whoever can pay me off the most, like, <laughs> yeah. who's gonna promise my doodle floor increases Just like by a fifty percent? <laughs> He wants his voice heard, but if there's some money involved, yeah. hold up that way. Yeah, whatever. This is becoming like the real political system. Like we just designate yeah. it to Cryer, <laughs> and you just need yeah. to show up once every four years to connect your yeah. ledger to delegate to the same people. But it's just like the Stanford uh, prison project, where they, uh, you know, they pretend to be in a prison, then they all of a sudden start turning into guards in prison. Yeah, yeah. Look, same it, shit. And, and and this is an interesting thing, and maybe and maybe Steve can comment on this. Is that I really feel like. Web three is becoming a reflection of Web two, like it, it, it's just a natural, it's token natural gated state. Web two. Well, yeah, token gated Web two, but I mean, there's so many similarities between Web three and Web two from economic structures and yeah. and things that it was it was supposed to break down or supposed to be different, but it, it it's it's slowly going towards that. Um, I don't know why it is. I don't know if there's anything we can do about it, um, but. You know, it's just an observation I've had. And I, I mean, I would be interested to get your thoughts, uh, Steve, on that. Yeah, I think a lot of the ways that like people are used to thinking about like product development and tech and stuff like that, you know, uh, are pretty entrenched. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, you look at like these Web3 projects that have raised a ton of money and have yet to like truthfully ship anything, really. Like a lot of these projects that have been around for a, over a year now, like, you know, it takes time to ship quality product, but at the same time, like they haven't. And so it's a really interesting space to be in because it is very money driven. It is For very sure. like hype and speculation driven. And like, this is what boggles my mind is like, if anybody's going to deliver on the promises of like building an awesome thing, I think it's like Moonbirds. 
Um, like, <laughs> they get so I much hate, like though. They get so much hate. I know, but they're being so transparent. They were like sharing so much stuff. Like uh, initially, they started shipping like updates to their website like every single week. Like, oh, now you can check on this. Now you can see this. And like they started sharing that really openly, and that like hurt them because they were like being open about it, and they were like showcasing yeah. their their moves. I think they and like so weird. Yeah. They they had a PR problem. Uh, they had a PR blunder, or, or maybe I don't know. Yeah, they CCO, definitely. With the CCO, the CCO thing was they 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 messed. I think they messed up, and I think it's not just my opinion. I think the market responded by you know, currently how they've kind of dumped the floor price on them that they didn't agree yeah. with that direction. Um, but that that doesn't you know that doesn't take away from what they've done so far as far as improving and it's actually you know informative to me that they're actually you know doing work i always thought they would but um you know I, what's I, your thought on the the gold nesting rewards uh well okay so you know to get my shark i sold like literally every nft i had my, oh, you my sold a bird. bird included oh, okay, i sold gotcha. it to cloud mm-hmm. oh nice uh <laughs> so that's like kind of our first like real connection but um yeah so like i sold all my stuff actually it like made my life such like so less has like hassle free yeah. because now I only have to like worry about like <laughs> one community and one thing. Yes. And I'm like all in on doodles when I'm in on web three. And so I don't have to like, what's this project? Micromanage what's this all project this garbage. Follow this one. Is mm-hmm. this one going up or down? Like, you know, I like, I found myself like buying now less, like, I guess you'd call them like gamble bets where it's like, Oh, like a beep boop is like a great example. <laughs> of that shit. It's like, yeah. Total like degen thing. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? Like, goblin town like you know i was starting to get into Uh-oh. like buying all these random ass projects and stuff and then it was like okay you know what if i just like focus on like one solid project that yeah. i feel like has a great community and that i believe in like then my life is just going to be easier yeah so, for sure i haven't even followed like gold rewards or anything i wish i had done that <laughs> it's one of those things now i'm i, I love like there's a little bit of connection even though i know the projects are garbage there's still a little piece of me that's like all right maybe they could do something maybe it'll get work and yeah <laughs> well not even like i i don't i'm not buying as many projects now i've, I've cut way back yeah. but the ones i have like I, every time i go to sell them I'm like ah this is way too low to sell this thing for and then they, they are working you know so yes yeah but we know we we see it every cycle every <laughs> pump and dump we, yeah yeah i got uh, i got a question for I, had, you. I don't know uh, i was gonna say i don't know what it would take to get me to like mint a project right now honestly yeah, like i don't know what i would see in a project that i'd be like oh i'll mint that sorry you have uh any thoughts on uh aptos or, or any know anyone that was connected to that from the x meta um employees i know nothing about aptos gotcha. like at all <laughs> like, I, I cannot confirm or deny aptos <laughs> no like i literally know nothing I, I just about it. it might be someone there. it's literally just uh, a lot of the x meta employees it's like a new chain that came out um, I've been I've been on it. I just I had a cooler has really interesting uh, mechanics for. I think they have a whole new language. It's like that. I think maybe somebody might be interested in just reading about it and learning, like learning something new about it. They have a, a their system works really well. Because um, Cryer's degen on it. Yeah, I have to take a look. I'm a degen on it. Yeah, so Steve's Steve's. Got I haven't some done homework. anything. Yeah, Cryer's uh, fleece the Aptos community. Doodles <laughs> ETH. That's all I pay attention to. Right. All right. Speaking of doodles, uh, you mentioned you bought your shark fin doodle, which is very beautiful. Yeah. Is there Thanks. any issues over the IP? I mean, I know you do own the doodle and the shark, but like, you know, creating a whole new collection using using the shark. Is there any issues? 
Um, I haven't had any like prop problems. Still here. I, I think it's like, you know, I'm, I'm helping to build some lore, uh, for the doodle verse. Like, I think like I, the way I think of Finn's is like, if you think about the Simpsons and Moe's tavern, yeah, Finn's is like the Simpsons equivalent or the doodles equivalent of Moe's tavern is like Finn's. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I would envision that to be like a place that. in, in the doodle verse. Now, is that like something that somehow gets like adopted by Canon or like maybe someday in doodles theme park world, a hundred years from now, is there a, a little booth that says Finn somewhere where people go yeah, buy the their Finn's beers bar. when their kids are driving them nuts and shit. I don't know. Um, the Q system. Uh, all Finn's we know, Q. all we know is Nate and Yabba can't get in Finn's. <laughs> no, Yabba, we're, no, Your generational yeah, we'll, band for have, just all generations. If we have to use a Trojan horse, band. we'll get in yeah, there. I'm yeah, hopping in Fudge Shark. Yeah, shark yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually, what I will say Photoshop is it, my ape little head next to your head. <laughs> there, there's something to the like the way that the drops are gamified and the way that there's like a collectability and. Yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of like Top Shots has that going for it, right? Like you get some things that are rarer than a... So currently actually Finns doesn't have any like element of rarity or any element of luck. And like, I think yeah. that those are things that would be really cool to like expand on as like experiences and ideas of how do you really like gamify, not just like uh, like the drop itself, but like how do you gamify participation in this thing over like a long period of time and truly make it like an experience and do that now at scale. So like, I have a good idea how it works for 150 people in two chats. What does this look like for <laughs> 500 people? Yeah. What does it look like for a thousand or 10,000 people? And for like, sure. how do you manage that? So I, I don't know. I don't have the answer to that, but um, that I think is like what seems like we have, we have good momentum. For nice. Sure. Um, we're almost out of time here. Since we're on the fins, do you want to do an alpha alert, alpha drop? Is there anything coming up next that you need to? He, he just did, Nate. He said Doodle Steam uh, Park is going to have a fins bar inside yeah. a Doodle Steam Park in a hundred years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but Yaba wants more. Yaba always yeah. wants more. Hey, look, Actually, I'm fine with that. Look. I just want to make sure I can get in. I, uh, hopefully, I'm in. The we next have our, our resident <laughs> artist collab with uh, with fins. How about that? Yeah, you know, bonsai. like when you have a slow Friday, maybe you need some material. <laughs> yeah. NRN. Yeah. Come holler at yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the line will be open. Uh, but yeah, just let us know on that. Uh, but yeah, we did run through this hour. Steve, it's been awesome. Cool. Uh, I do have one final question. Uh, <clears throat> do you think you can get Zuck on the show? Mark, Mark <laughs> yeah, we got some questions for Call him. Up. Yeah, the- can you pass an email <laughs> along to him for us? Like zero chance. Zero chance. Uh, not even I've there. Never, so you, I, I, I haven't so talked to We do have chance. a green egg and we can roast some meats. So we can bring that on. Is Zuck going to get an honorary <laughs> honorary fin? Uh, you know, okay. So when I made Bitcoin, actually, um, <laughs> I have, I named them like celebrity names that tied into like fish. Yeah. So um, like, like. I think is like Mark Zuck Eelberg. <laughs> uh, is that one? And then there's like, the there's Zuck like roll. shark Cuban. Yeah. Right. Like, there's like, like they'll, have a, they'll have like a funny a, name. A fish theme yeah. Name. Yeah. So uh, I've got that token for him if he wants a big boy. Uh, but um, he's out of luck. On you know, the and I, I do, I do drop my doodle sticker at, at the meta office a bunch oh, yeah, too. A question, and there's though. a bunch of people that are like fans of NFTs and stuff that were, I mean, it's a huge company. That's there's awesome, like, man. Yeah. There's a ton of people who who are into all kinds of stuff there and uh, just working there and um, yeah, man. 
it's i, I definitely so like <laughs> i can't get him on here <laughs> i had to ask just doing my job i, don't have, like, a direct line. I wish here. i did yeah i wish job. i did sorry yeah Damn. so i've got something yeah. we would be remiss if we did not ask you how do yeah. you handle your seven jobs and 17 children you know <laughs> a lot of coffee and a still a lot coming coffee. on our podcast a lot of coffee yeah i love coffee bean uh, gang shout out to the bean gang gm <laughs> Bean you water. know, I, I will tell you this: West Coast NFT, those guys are like the smartest people, like in the room right now. And I think like so many people don't know that. And if if you want to ask like what keeps me kind of going or whatever, like I talk with Ivan uh, NFT Santana a ton. Yeah, he is like a machine when it comes to like shipping these projects. Like he's responsible for probably like half of like the shit that just like has shipped over the last year uh, and his quality. And dude, that guy is hilarious. And I chat with him all the time. And he, he definitely like is like, he's the silent partner of Finns for sure. Like, I mean, he, he's the guy pressing the reveal button. He's the one who's like, I'm giving him like art that I'm like, here's what's coming in. Does this look like shit? He's responding and critiquing. He's definitely like my, my partner in crime for this. So like that definitely like having friends and like, yeah, that, sure. that's like such an energizing part of the space is like, just like, you know, you make friends yep. and it's like genuinely fun. I'm, I'm glad stuff. you brought up West coast NFTs. Cause I almost forgot. Um, like West coast NFTs was the company that helped doodles right with their launch. Yeah. Right. Uh, yep. Well, is it a company? Because like I've been talking to FUD and Cryer <laughs> and find out that it's more of a collective. Is how you know how does that work? I mean, or am I completely off base here? They're they're for sure a company. Yeah. Um. Basically, uh, a couple of them like you know, uh, this is like Protein and NFT Santana and Vainglorious. Mm -hmm. Uh, they they basically kind of got together and like you know they had known each other from either past projects or their networks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they were like, hey, there's something here. Like the NFT space is like emerging and like we can we can form something and like give this a shot. We so have skills. that's when they kind of form their, yeah, they form their company. Um, and then I reached out to them because I was like, man, West Coast sounds like I'm on the West Coast. That's the name, <laughs> West Coast. Yeah. I'm like, maybe there's another there. So then like, that's what got us chatting. And I found out that actually one of them lives two miles up the highway from me back at home. So we actually like live super close and like it was a great like connection there. And so I just like became friends with them and started building stuff. And then I brought in a bunch of my like dev network friends to basically yeah. uh, do some of that work too. And then I met like DJ Dabs at like a doodles event at South by Southwest. And so I found out he does dev work. And so we brought him on in. So it's like a lot of just like networking with really cool people in the space who are builders. And that's how a lot of those folks have found their way to West Coast. That's awesome. I mean, they're... I haven't heard of, I didn't hear about them until Doodles brought them up. But I mean, immediately I was like, these guys have to be legit. No, I don't care. And it comes to find out like 100% are, man. That, that's that's super cool. Um, do, are you, are they selective? I'm, I'm sure, I'm assuming they're very selective with the, with the work they take on though, right? Oh man, like when things were going gangbusters, like over the summer or whatever, or I guess like a little bit before that. So last fall, like they're just DMs were just like slammed. They could not stay ahead of the work. It was just crazy the amount of demand that was there in the space. And so they were very, very selective then and they still continue to be. Like they really did they've had so many opportunities to take on like shitty rugs Yeah, I, yeah, or, yeah, like, right. Mm. But they kept and that they, reputation they, clean though. To their credit, yeah. they don't they don't do that yeah. shit. They yeah. they they genuinely try to 
like really vet the collections and the artists and the people and they do right by them and like not all their stuff necessarily mints out or like you know not all of them are like the strongest like hype machines yeah but dude they're doing right by like artists and i think that's guided a lot by like you know richard is very established in the space and and driven by supporting artists and supporting people like you know that are that are really serious about their craft and yep. like make a living off of their art and i think like that's what manifold and the tools that he's built kind of are around mm -hmm. and so richard and manifold and west coast are like pretty tightly there's a there's a good relationship there between them and i think that philosophy drives a lot of the like that's where so much good in this space is coming from because yep. that is like they do not support rugs they do not support bullshit projects they are supporting like legitimate people and so like richard and west coast and anybody in either of those two like circles is like the most ethical people that i think i've run into in any business yeah. like over the last year and we need that and i think that's what we and that's gonna so and those those are those are the type of projects that will survive long term so and, and need to yeah. So that's good. It's like sharks fins. Yeah, man. Sharks. Hundred years, man. Hundred years. <laughs> a real. Well, what is the life expectancy expectancy of a shark? Hopefully, hundred years. Uh, it depends. Like <laughs> some of those, like megalodons and shit. I think they used to live like yeah, long time. <laughs> well, that's how long the project. It's gonna live has forever. Right? It's on the blockchain. It's eternal, man. baby. It's eternal. eternal. You can't erase it. You can't erase it. Blockchain. No, I forever. think like I'm good with a nice little wrap up at the end of this like phase. I think if you've collected all the tokens and you use those to burn for a, the big token, that's got to mean something uh, if we take the project into its next phase. And so I think like that would be my goal is to then extend what we're currently working on and say like for those of you that have collected, those of you that have assembled your collection and basically made this main token, like this is your, I don't know, your ticket into season two for free or something, right? Sweet. That's awesome. Love it. Steve, man, thanks for coming out tonight. It's been fun. Yeah. Flew, flew Great to chat with you guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, check out Steve on Twitter if you don't follow him already. It's at Deep Blue Steve. And uh, yeah, man, we're, we'll be on the lookout for the more fins. More fin drops. Me and Yabo will be knocking on the door. Let me in the bar. <laughs> Let me in. I need a drink. We're going to be short on tokens, yeah. though, Yabo. We're going to have to... <laughs> we got, we got Prior and Foot. We, we, we got somebody we can, we can bomb off of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, stand behind. did you submit a Halloween costume? We'll stand behind. <laughs> Actually, I have Halloween costumes to submit. Ooh, this is some alpha. Like, I mean, I, if if people, I want to find out who's still paying attention in fins because I'm sure we got some freeloaders. Yep. And if they're not going to post their Halloween costume, I, I'm like, I I think the completion rate, if I'm like, how many people in fins out of the 150 post their costume? Obviously, the over under here is like 69%. We're going <laughs> nice. to find out. 69. But if, you know, 50 people don't submit a costume. I've got 50 tokens to give to whoever commented and did it, whether yeah, or not they're yeah. or not. Yeah. So there's a chance right there. That is the alpha. There's always a and chance. And Yab, if you submit Drop that costume <laughs> that you showed us like two years ago, you need to submit I, I might have to because I don't have any Halloween parties on the docket right now. Uh, uh, I, I mean, it's not you in a costume. No, it's, it's just your like doodle. NFT in a costume. Oh, oh, in my oh. NFT. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That cool, changes cool. things. That, that, that makes it easier. That makes it, well, a lot more convenient for me. Britney Spears costume out. Yeah, no, yeah, but what, what was that costume? It was Oops, from uh, Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Yeah, I was Wesley Snipes from Demolition Man. Yeah, what was his go. character? Uh, something rains. I'll oh, figure it out. Ah, yeah. Uh, she shit, definitely we're, draw we're, that as Yeah, we're going off the rails here. Uh, Steve, cool. the third thank you to you for coming out tonight. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're gonna cut Yaba's mic off. Just Steve's to, like, what yeah, the hell? Uh, yeah. 
But yeah, uh, go follow Steve on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, we got to get out of here. So yeah, for me, Fud, Cryer, Yaba, and Steve, we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Peace. Peace. Say goodbye, Steve. And he's signing. Uh-